Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Entertainment Expansion. We are your hosts, Tyler Callahan and Mike Ferrante. Mike, how are you doing this week? Well, I'm chilling this week, Tyler. I'm excited to talk about what we have on the table today. Yeah, we, uh, we've both been looking forward to this episode for a few weeks because uh, we have quite a bit to say about it. But uh, we are talking about Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker, the finale to the sequel trilogy, and the now finale to the Skywalker saga. Before we get into anything that will come off the top of our heads, this is a spoiler-filled episode because we cannot say anything about the movie without spoiling it. So just putting that out there right now. Basically, the movie takes place right after one year after The Last Jedi. If you saw The Last Jedi, you know there wasn't much left to continue with. So, Mike, what'd you think of The Rise of Skywalker? Well, it wasn't the worst Star Wars movie they ever made, but it was no Episode 3 or 5. Or 4. Yep, or 4. Or 6. Yep, or, or 6, actually, yeah. You're, you're right. So it's I'd say it's a lower mid-tier Star Wars movie. Yeah. Yeah, I'd agree with you on that. It was like, uh, a disappointment. Worse. Yeah, no, I mean, we have seen worse. I mean, Attack of the Clones would like to, you know, raise their hand. Yes, they would. I think the main issue with this movie is that it just all goes back to Disney. It's not the characters themselves. It's just how do you not, for one of the biggest movie franchises of all time, you have access to make three new sequel trilogy, like direct movies, the biggest franchise of all time possibly, and you don't have a written plan for what the plot point should be for three movies. You don't need all three scripts out before you start filming. But be like, go to direction, be like, we, we want you to direct but you got to hit these points. And it came out with Last Jedi that Ryan Johnson could do whatever he wants. J.J. left some notes, but, you know, Disney's like, do whatever you want. We got The Last yeah. Jedi. And now, you know, because you kick off the guy that did Jurassic World, which makes sense. You know, those aren't good movies. But you bring back J.J. So might as well force him to do the entire trilogy then. So it's at least consistent. may not be good, but it'll be consistent. And which, we will uh, tell a con- con- coherent story. Mm-hmm, a coherent story. Yeah, I mean... Let's, let's see. A simple thing is Palpatine. Palpatine's back. Uh, the Senate, aka the Senate, if you were to give him a wrestling name. Uh, yeah, but uh, Tyler, how, how did he come back exactly? I don't know. He just memed it up to Kylo Ren, basically. Yeah, okay. that's like, another problem with this movie. If you're returning this guy mm-hmm. after a long hiatus, you gotta at least say how he survived. It has um, it, yeah. to be more than. Two sentences of dialogue, but give us how he came back. Like the editor Darth- came out and said, yeah, I mean, we had scenes for that, but they thought it was not directly related to the plot. And uh, the audience would lose focus. I'm like, really? Okay. You're right, Mike. Just can't... two sentences, three, explaining how. Simple as that. I mean, look at the Clone Wars, right? When they brought Darth Maul back. They told us how he survived. He used all of his Sith hatred to keep himself alive. Because that's how strong in the dark side of the Force he was. He used his hatred to keep himself alive. Which is a lot like how Anakin kept himself alive, even though he was basically handicapped and burning alive. Correct. So, you you couldn't have even done the lazy way and been like, yeah, Palpatine, that's exactly what he did. Because last time we left him, uh, Death Star 2 blew up in the middle of space. As he was falling down a never-ending pit within the Death Star 2. Yeah. 
So if he didn't get splat at the bottom, he blew up. That would be correct. So, yeah, they just kind of ignore that. I mean, they do put some detail in, you know, he basically de- decrepit, you know, he can't move without assistance from a giant crane, which you mentioned this earlier, it's basically like the thing from the Assassin's Creed movie. Yeah, they basically said, you know what? We saw Assassin's Creed movie that didn't work out, but we like that little animus thing. We're going to use that. I mean, hey, that was a Fox movie. We, we bought Fox, right? They, they still have that prop around. Can we just use that? Exactly. Same as that prop, too. So, uh, Palpatine, they don't explain how he came back. When you do watch the movie, the title, you know, the title information that's very classic, gives you some the setup. Uh, very rushed. They tell you, oh, the dead speak and all that. And Palpatine sent out a message. After Snoke died, it'd be pretty cool to hear people react to the first time that the uh, that he's back, right? People are scared, right? There's dread. Um, you can listen to the uh, voice in Fortnite, you know, when they did that Star Wars event. That's where they had the uh, they got got the same actor too, uh, Ian McDermott for it. So couldn't been a uh, like if they planned it out, they could have teased that at the Last Jedi, right? Everyone thinks they won, and they just hear that voice come over the radio and then cut the credits. Yeah, but also I feel like it goes back to I don't think they wanted Palpatine to come back. They're like, all right, fuck it. We need to do something to get more fans back in here. The Emperor, yep, let's do it. But again, yeah, I mean, all all those points just go back to they didn't plan shit out. Correct, which is very strange because on the other side of Disney's projects, they plan everything. Marvel (laughs) Universe, that was planned right after like uh, I think it, as soon as Kevin Feige hopped on board, which I believe it was either I want to say it was the first Avenger, and if not first Avenger, at least the first Thor. That whole universe was planned out. Yeah, I mean he's on interviews. He's like, yeah, we don't know the exact details, but we know like okay, from Avengers, eventually we're hitting Thanos, so we have to hit some points at then, and then he works from there, and everyone yes. else, and it works. Uh, this leads into the other. Uh, issue of Palpatine, and that is a uh, small note. Uh, looking like that old, super wrinkled dude, he had sex somehow, I guess. Yes. Uh... Because he had a son, I guess, who wasn't strong enough because Ray's a Palpatine, the granddaughter. I, mean, I guess, but then you could go the argument you know, he was in the Senate for a while before he was disfigured. He could have had a mistress then and knocked her up, and then she had a kid couple years later and so by the time i guess Ray if it's born, how he looked like in episode it, one and two it's way more believable well it could have happened during episode three because between episode three and six what is it like a 30 year span something yeah, like that i mean beginning of three maybe during the clone wars if that happened i guess it's believable because you know then it makes sense he his son was old enough to have a kid, and then his son was in his late 30s when he died. So then Ray is now in her early 20s, I guess. I don't know. But it, it could make sense. But once again, I guess none of that's important. Yeah, I mean, they show a quick flashback of them leaving, but uh, you don't get a good look at their age. You don't get a really good look at anything. So it's just kind of brushed over. What else? Uh, basically a lot of stuff that happened in Last Jedi didn't really matter here. And whether whether you're a fan of Last Jedi or not, that's just disappointing, right? They they reference how, you know, Luke died and that was supposed to, you know, be a spark for the Rebellion and uh, 
you know, Poe's upset throughout the entire year, and he talks about it. It's like, no one came. No one came during the battle, and they're still struggling a year later. Uh, but, you know, Lando and Chewie go around the galaxy. They got everyone. Okay? Sure. Yep. I mean, it's Lando and Chewie. Uh, let's see. What's another character that was ruined? Uh, Finn. Finn was ruined. Uh, starting from episode 7, he was the most unique character, being a stormtrooper that turned to good and was not just a mindless robot. That's just kind of wasted throughout the entire trilogy. <clears throat> yeah, and I mean, they hinted that he was Force-sensitive. Mm-hmm. Which, and then we, yeah, was... we, we learned after the movie came out, I was like, oh yeah, he wanted to tell him he was Force-sensitive. And there was a scene that you know may have included that. I'm like, why is that cut out? Yeah, like that would have been cool. Maybe uh, at the end, Finn was with Rey on Tatooine, and she was going to start up her own new Jedi Order type thing, with Finn being the first Jedi Padawan she takes in. Yeah, especially since he did use a lightsaber before. So if they ended with them like in a training montage, so like you see the Jedi are will continue in some way. Maybe not even a training montage, but just Finn making his own lightsaber. That's true. Like just him in the robes, maybe, right? And you see a lightsaber on the side. Like you yeah. see he's you see he's a Jedi, but you know. Some. So yeah, he's been just kind of reduced to especially this this movie where it's just yelling Ray, you know, every other five minutes. I will say his banter with Poe is still good. That's one of the bright spots of him and Poe. But, yeah, I guess we should talk about Rey and how she is a very boring character. At least I feel like she is. Yeah, she's kind of overpowered from the start. Yeah, which and I guess being Palpatine's granddaughter, that's their way around it now. I just feel like it's too much. Yeah, like, it, it kind of is. You know, Luke wasn't overpowered. Uh, in the beginning, at least. And he was the son of Anakin Skywalker, the kid born straight out of Minichlorians and the Force. Mm. I guess the thinking is, well, if they skipped a year and Leia did Jedi training, or most of it, she's able to teach Rey actively for a year most of this stuff, I guess. Yeah, I, I guess. So uh, did she pick up Force Heal from Leia? Or was that from the Jedi books? Or where, where the fuck did that come out of? <laughs> I feel like that should have came out of the Jedi books. Because I feel like, you know, when she did that for the first time, Anakin's probably watching as a ghost and like, motherfucker. Yeah, you know, you You're see the memes like, of Qui-Gon looking at Obi-Wan when Qui-Gon's dying. He's like, Obi-Wan, use Force Heal to heal me. I'm sorry, Master. We trained Jedi. I don't have that ability unlocked yet. You can't spare a bit of life. You can't spare five years for me. A little bit of Force. No, 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 Master. It's not the Jedi way. Goodbye. But on the flip side of that, Technically, you nailed it on the head there. It's not the Jedi way. The Jedi way are not supposed to fear death. They're supposed to welcome it because they're becoming one with the Force. And to cheat death is technically unnatural, which is the pathway to the Sith. I guess. I mean, so I feel that's kind of stupid because I feel you should be able to Force heal, right? Because there's good uses for it. She uh, heals the monster, which is helpful. And I feel Kylo Ren doing it for Rey and sacrificing his life. A self-sacrifice should be a good thing. You're sacrificing oh, yeah. brothers, which should be a Jedi thing. Yeah, of course. I don't know, just... But yeah, it's like... The, the issue with Rey, I feel, is that if she... if they Again, they plan, if they planned out the three movies, we should have found out she was a Palpatine secretly. Like, we know it, but the main cast doesn't know it at, like, the end of the seventh movie. So throughout eight and nine, you see her do stuff as she trains and makes sense, and then she knows about it in this movie. But everyone yeah. just knows in this movie. Um, to go along with that, these guys can't commit to any 
deaths besides Kylo Ren, really. Like, I thought it would have been a powerful scene if we see Rey with the Force Lightning. It's a shocking scene. And Chewie actually dies. Like, she fucked up big time. So she finds out she's technically evil. Evil granddaughter. Uses Force Lightning. And, in her anger, killed a best friend. You know, that'd be something she has to go through and overcome. But the next scene, you just jump to another ship. And, I know, it's the other transport cruiser. He's fine. Just, all right. Sure. Uh, C-3PO, again. You know, wiped his memories, you know, so they can find a dagger, which I don't know how to fuck that dagger to the map, but that's a whole nother issue. And, oh, RTD2 has backup, so he's all right. Yeah, here, here's my question. Um, if R2D2 had backup this entire time, why didn't he back up C3PO's memory so 3PO would remember that Anakin Skywalker created him and everything that happened in movies one through three? I don't know. I don't. You, you know what I mean? They're, yeah, they're, I they're like, like, they make a point, like, R2-D2 is, like, really connected to Luke. Like, he's not working during the 7th because Luke is gone. Like, you think maybe he'd tell Luke that, like, oh, I got these things. Maybe you should plug in a C-3PO? Yeah. Yeah. You and should it, do it, that. Also, it's but, never been mentioned over 30 years. And, uh, see, I feel like Disney with these movies, they're just digging themselves into plot holes and contradictions. Yeah, they are, really. Like... I could tell once they they start advertising this movie is like oh it's the end of the Skywalker saga it's like you really are just like trying to connect us to the other movies so you have a way out yes because up until now their mantra has been we'll introduce old characters kill them off and then move on which isn't necessarily bad either it's not bad but it needs to be like better Something like right like I understand if they want to have Luke be uh, more of a pacifist in this trilogy and that's fine. But imagine if he was on a mission with them in this movie and he had to hold back, say, the Knights of Ren. He sacrificed himself so they can get away, but he takes down the Knights of Ren with him. You get a badass fight scene. He still dies. And the focus is still on the new characters. So all the fans who are upset, like, oh, Luke didn't do any action scenes or whatever. You're happy. Disney's happy because, you know, they focus on the new character still. Just something yep. like that. Which, oh, Knights of Ren. Uh, fucking useless. Yeah. That was basically, I mean, they look cool. They look cool in episode seven in a flashback. We wondered also, where they were in eight, and uh, I don't know. What happened to Luke Skywalker's lightsaber? You know, that's a good question. We saw it in the flashback scene with Leia training, but that's it, right? Yeah. Uh, we, yeah. we don't know where it is. Uh, Luke guides Ray to Leia's old lightsaber. Mm-hmm. Where's his? Also, when he, this is from Last Jedi, but when he has the. Uh, fight across the galaxy with his uh, force projection, he uses Anakin's lightsaber. It's blue. Correct. So Why is he not using his? Yeah. Like, the one he made. Disney, do you hate the color green? I mean, you like money. Why not a green lightsaber? Well, well, a fun fact trivia. Do you know what kyber crystal Luke used to build his own lightsaber? Like the color or the name? The actual kyber crystal that he used. From... Is it Qui-Gon's? Yes, it is. He's the only one I know that the main character that has a green lightsaber. Yes, it is, because when Obi-Wan went to exile... He took the... His own lightsaber. And the two lightsabers he had was Anakin's and Qui-Gon's, because he always kept his old master's lightsaber. Okay. Huh, I did not know that. And so when Luke was building his own lightsaber, it was a deleted scene that they later put into the beginning of episode six. 
he's on Tatooine in Obi-Wan's old house, building his very own first lightsaber with all the spare parts Obi-Wan had lying around, which is why it resembles a lot of Obi-Wan's lightsaber, but has the green blade, because it came from Qui-Gon's lightsaber. Oh, that makes sense. I mean, I guess I have to go see that deleted scene. Because that should have been in the movie. But. A little bit of light trivia there. Yeah, that, that is some good trivia. Uh, so, Mike, I've been talking quite a bit. What are some other issues you had with the movie? <clears throat> well, not necessarily the biggest fan that how Kylo Ren died. Yeah. Because, you know, the Emperor is like, you know, Rey's going to have to kill me because then all the Sith will go into her. And then, boom. The Sith live on forever and no more Jedi. But instead of, you know, her battling him alone, I think it would have been cooler if Ben Solo and Rey fought Palpatine together, but then Ben took a bullet for the team, kind of like he did anyway. But in a different way, and it would have been kind of cooler to see. He struck down Palpatine, all the Sith going to him, but to keep Rey safe, you know, he sacrifices himself and his darkness so that Rey can kill him then. And this, that whole process would be over. Yeah, I mean, that would have been cooler. Uh, I'm of the mindset that he shouldn't have died, especially since they did turn him. I feel if he should have died, he should have stayed evil to the end and stay committed to it. But since they turned well, him and Ben Solo... It's kind, of, it's kind of a theme they have going. Anytime a Jedi goes dark, he doesn't really come back without dying after. Darth which, Vader. And yeah, I mean... Goes dark side comes back to the light, dies right after. Ben yeah, Solo, you know, could do something fresh. Yeah. Comes back, it's right after. But You're right, that is a theme in Star Wars, but that's something maybe that they had a chance to do something fresh. You know, he's roaming the galaxy by himself, atoning for his sins. Yeah, they could have had a series for it. I mean, I wouldn't say, it's a good thing about the movie, but no thanks to anyone but Adam Driver. But Adam Driver gave a really good performance as Kylo Ren. Just he did. The body acting from when he turns into Ben Solo again, when he fights the Knights of Ren, just completely different from how he acted as Kylo Ren. And just really shows how good he is. He definitely gave a great performance. Yes, many things I did not like about this movie, he is not one of them. He is probably the saving grace that this movie was actually as good as it was. Absolutely, which is even more annoying that they killed him off. Yeah. But, I really know. wouldn't mind a spinoff movie with him. It completed his arc, which I get. Yeah. You know, new adventures for Kylo Ren or Ben Solo would have been cool. What else? They teased Lando coming back, and then Lando was in, like, three scenes. They made it seem like he was going to be a huge part of the movie. Wasn't really at all. I didn't think that he'd be a huge part of the movie. Like, I, I never I never got that feeling. I got the feeling like they're throwing him in there, but I never felt like, oh, he'd be, like, a big part of the team because, you know, they're running around the galaxy. He's just kind of going to slow them down, really. I mean, I guess. But, you know, I feel like we could have seen more of him. I mean, he did say something which annoyed me. Like, oh, him and Luke went on, you know, secret mission to try and find a dagger. And I'm like, oh, wow, that's something cool that we don't get to see. Or Ray. that we, you know, never heard of before. A Luke and Lando team-up mission. That would have been badass. Yeah, it probably would. Just, you know, just another throwaway line that just show, shows what you really want. Oh, General Hux. Uh, that was fucking stupid. How he died. I mean, that I actually didn't mind that much. Um, I just don't like what they did with the character. And in, in Seven, they made it very simple. He's straight up, like, basically like Hitler, like, super Nazi supporter-like style. The way he yells, the way he's angry. 
And by the end, his feud with Kylo Ren made him to the point where he betrayed everything he believed in just to be a spy. Well, just so that Kylo Ren would be defeated. And because in his mind, he was like, see, I didn't mind that as much. Because the one person that hates Kylo Ren more than anyone else is Hux. So that's likely who would have betrayed them all. Is because... Like, I'm not saying it's coming out of left field. I'm just saying, like, it kind of ruins the character as you've seen in 7 and 8. Like, again, there's no lead-up to him switching. There's no thought. Uh, I mean, in 7, when he saw Kylo passed out on the floor and he pulled out his pistol and he was like, oh, I'm going to shoot this motherfucker right here. But see, that's fine, because he would still, he would then become Supreme Leader. I guess. Uh, maybe not, because, you know, the Emperor had his own uh, backup plan. Yeah, you know, like 20 different Snokes. <laughs> yeah, and speaking of uh, Snoke, did they explain any more about him? Nope. Uh, well, he got more than he did the past two movies. Everyone, everyone's wondering, like, where did this strong force user come out of nowhere? Uh, well, you know, Palpatine just uh, gave him a ship and flew him out there, and then, uh, oh, oh, look, there's Snoke. Yeah, like, I, I guess Palpatine taught Snoke ways of the dark side, I, I guess. No, see, here's the thing. I like how Snoke is a clone and how Palpatine made him, but I'm confused how it, was, how it works. Does Palpatine Snoke control what Snoke says, or is wait, he just wait, brainwashed wait. by Palpatine and Snoke thinks for himself? I, I don't know. I, I kind of missed something. Did you say Snoke was a clone? Yeah, like, he, he cloned them. Did he? Yeah, in the uh, intro scene, there's, like, four or five canisters of different Snokes. Oh, really? Yeah, so I don't know if they were just rejects or their backups, but there wasn't just one Snoke. I must have missed that, then. I guess he was just a force conduit for the Emperor. Yeah, so I'm curious how that works. Like, whenever Snoke talked, was that, like, the Emperor talking to them, or was that Snoke talking, but influenced by the Emperor? Maybe a bit of both. Maybe, but, yeah, that's another thing they don't go over. Yeah, we won't know about that. Uh, Well, I guess we should give a few... Few upsides. We're clocking in here at almost 25 minutes of ripping the movie apart. I, I will say, while it, it, I've said this before, but it's very weird how this is a disappointing film for Star Wars people. But if you're not a Star Wars fan, this is probably a good movie for you. Um, just because the first two thirds of the movie, where it's just an uh, adventure movie going from planet to planet as they try to complete a quest, it's very simple, it's very fun, and it is fast paced. You know, you do a bunch... It goes through a lot. It's just that when they actually try to hit the main story points, that the logic isn't there. So... Yeah, I'll have to agree with you on that. Like, I will say it's fun to watch. But then, you know, when you get to, like, the main, like, ending and then you got to wrap it up, it's like, eh. Like, the more you think about it, it's like, eh, I don't like that. If you're a fan of the franchise, you're probably not going to be too thrilled. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Again, not the worst, but considering how they're naming this the end of the Skywalker saga, it's kind of disappointing. I guess wasted opportunity would have been all the force, uh, force ghosts, the voices that Ray hears. That would have been better if you actually saw the force ghosts. Saw so one scene would have been nice. Because all the names that they brought out, there's no way they were gonna they could make all those characters because we've never seen Ahsoka Tano in live action before. Uh, Kanan Jarrus we've never seen in live action before. I mean, you can so, have some of them show up. Especially since yeah. Palpatine's like, oh, I'm all the Sith, and, you know, Ray's like all the Jedi. I'm like, no, you're not. He actually has Sith spirits in him. Yeah, but also, when is that ever a thing? Never. Okay, thank you. That was my point. So, like, 
what? Yeah, I didn't know there was a Sith possession as a thing. Yeah, like when you killed your master, your master became a part of you. Like, yes, that, no. I wonder if that's why the rule of two was set up, but who knows? Again, okay. another thing not explained. Um, well, let's let's go into the very brief positives before as we're wrapping this up. Some of the fight scenes were actually very entertaining. Like, I enjoyed Ben Solo fighting the Knights of Ren. Yes, that was a good fight scene. It was, especially, like, once he got the lightsaber and they were all like, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. He just does a little shrug and just fucks them all up. Oh, yeah. Quickly, too. Um, I did like the Rain Kylo Ren fight scene on the Death Star. Yeah, that was also good. Ah, oh, damn. I hate to do this, but the problem I have with the Ben Solo and Knights of Ren fight He's a powerful force user. Mm-hmm. Where where was that? I thought he was using the force. I mean, we're we're talking about a guy that could literally freeze people from moving. Oh, oh, you mean something that was completely dropped from episode seven or freeze bullets? Yep. Um, we're talking about a guy that probably knows how to force choke. Oh, he probably does. Yeah. I mean, if Frey can just yeah. learn force force lightning yep. from anger. Yeah. Yep. My, my, my. But none of those were used made that fight i mean i guess they had to make the fight somewhat fair like oh yeah he's good now he doesn't have any of those still over in like two minutes like it's not that fair but yeah that's the last negative thing i will say uh yeah i don't really have any other positives there are some great acting especially from adam driver i mean a lot of the cast is good acting but adam driver specifically with what he had to do um i did like seeing han solo one more time i thought no i'm surprised i got harrison ford back for five minutes but yeah I'm curious what that paycheck looked like, but yeah, I mean, I thought that was a good moment, and yeah, I mean, I just like the adventure part for the majority of the movie, but that's about it. Um, another issue I have to talk about before I wrap up is just going back to Palpatine, how fucking stupid he died from Force Lightning being brought back into his face. Yeah, he had two movies to learn from this mistake over sixty years, and she brings out a second lightsaber, and that's what does it. Just turn off the lightning, dude. You Anything. Did you did it for Mace Windu. You could have done it again. Mace Windu reflected with one and aged you 30 years. You did it in six and you died. And it's happening again. Fucking stop, dude. You're all the Sith. Do you not have any other Sith powers besides lightning? Like, is Vader the only one who can use Force Choke? I don't think so. Definitely not. Luke used it. Yeah, so I don't know. Maybe fucking Palpatine could uh, choke her out of it, throw her around. Like, he had no problem throwing Ben around. Yeah. So that's why I would have liked the Force Ghost there to help her out to make it a bit more believable. Because it really is, oh, she's struggling. Oh, oh, hold on. I got the second lightsaber. Okay. And it's over. Yeah. All right. Or what it would have been better is taking all that Force life from both of them. Uh, he turned into Episode 3 Palpatine and started doing some ninja shit, flipping around. Right. He had a red lightsaber yeah. on him. Like, that would have been nice. Yeah, Get a proper even... final yeah. lightsaber duel. New trilogy doesn't have anything like that. But so yeah, I mean, I guess let's get to our recommendations. Uh, I say yes because I feel if you're a Star Wars fan, you just kind of have to see it to watch it. I'd actually only really recommend this to, if you don't give a shit. Yeah, I'm gonna have to agree with that. Just because if you're a Star Wars fan, you're gonna have to watch it. Just yeah. go into it knowing that it's not gonna be your favorite Star Wars movie. Like if you're just, eight episodes in at this point, just finish it. Already have a low expectation. This way, you see it. It might actually surprise you, and you might like it more. Think of it like this: for any people that you know 
any of the younger fans out there that say grew up on Game of Thrones. This is Star Wars Season 8. Okay. It's the best way I can put it. If anyone would like to share their opinions about Star Wars Episode 9, if they've seen it, you agree with us, do you not? Let us know. We're excited to hear it. You have a trifecta of options on how you can contact us. EntertainmentExpansionOutlook.com or DM us, put a comment under our last Instagram page, which is obviously Entertainment Expansion. Third and finally, we do have a YouTube channel which has a bunch of other videos of us talking about movies, a few games in there. Check it out. I think you guys are really going to like it. Yeah, we got a good collection of discussions up there. And, of course, obviously, leave your thoughts. We want to hear them. Maybe uh, we, just like everyone else, is wrong about Star Wars, and maybe this is a really good movie. Or maybe we're right, and Disney should have had a plan. But that'll be it for this week's episode of Entertainment Expansion. Thank you for listening, and see you next week.